Welcome everyone. Pull up a chair. It is lunchtime in Rome. Welcome back. We have Brian back this week. Brian's back. Brian's back. Lunchtime in Rome. Brian's so back. glad the whole gang is here. Wait, that's not Brian. Oh, no, that is Brian. Oh, yeah, that's Brian. It's, it's me. It's I me. was expecting you to be more tan. <laughs> Coming back from California. Or, sorry, and Cleveland. Cleveland well, takes it off. Well, they balanced it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Cleveland took, just sucked the life out of you. Yeah, no, California was uh, cooler than, than you might expect, but we can get into that As later. in temperature. Yes. We will... You were in no, you were in Northern California, more. Um, it's like an hour and a half uh, southeast of San Francisco, so it's kind of in this like valley oh, okay. where there's lots of farming. Uh, actually, the where I was at reminds me more of out here in huh. some of our ah the Pennsylvania of California. The Pennsylvania, <laughs> the, yes, exactly. Um, more farming, more you know. It's it's like there's there's the weird parts of California, and this is more like you know good people kind of yeah. So. All right. Because there's the weird place. Right, yeah. They're, they're, the other right. places, <laughs> yeah. no good people. Yeah. We just lost, I don't know, no, no one, one listener? No, there's a guy. Uh, there's a guy. Yeah. Well, but it's funny because I was listening to the podcast from last week, and you guys referenced in your Do Better a city in California called Visalia. Yes. I've actually been there. I've actually been to downtown Visalia. They have great onions. Wow. So, uh, that's Vidalia. Right. Never mind. <laughs> but I was excited. Cause Did I was you like, see oh, her? The, the woman that um, forced the... <laughs> Child to get a haircut. Yes, yes. Sing wow. a wrong national anthem. Yes. Um, I unfortunately did not see her. You don't know. Oh or maybe God. I did. You didn't recognize. I don't know. Her. I didn't. I didn't run across her to my knowledge. So, so maybe and, and there's no so and that's the normal part of California. That was the somewhat <laughs> normal part of California. Yeesh. So uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's recap a little bit. You are listening to Lunchtime in Rome. Yes, that's us. I am Eric. Brian is back from California. Jay is joining us once again this week. And uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe via iTunes or uh, Google Play or Spotify, right? Um, One of your favorite. We're pretty much on all your favorite uh, audio apps. And uh, also subscribe subscribe to our email. We uh, sent out a little preview of what today's show is going to be and also a recap of last week, um, which uh, we'll send that out each week. And uh, it's just kind of a, a nice little summary and reminder of what we're talking about and uh and definitely like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and all that good stuff too um because you'll hear about things first on on all those things so yeah lunchtime in rome we're just hanging out just hanging as out. if we were in rome just hanging out talking about life rejoicing with each other mourning with each other which is what it says in romans twelve fifteen, which is why we get lunchtime in rome mm-hmm. we're hanging out as if we were eating good food but instead of eating good food, which would be really annoying for people who are listening, right. we like to talk about good food. Man. And I have a quick story. I, uh, I'm asked for Christmas. I don't host, but I'm asked to bring a big cut of beef. Yeah. And I'm, I've only ever done one standing rib roast before, and it was okay, but you know I didn't love it. And I was thinking, I should, I should make one like for this weekend to practice. Okay. And then you know maybe even go to like one of those organic farms. This past weekend. No, that's coming up. Oh. And we have a birthday party uh, for my niece. 
And so I said, hey, uh, do you need me to bring anything? Thinking if she says, well, maybe you could bring some beef or something, you know, right, to my sister, right. my sister Marcy. So I was like, that'll be my excuse to practice on the rib roast. And she said, yeah, um, why don't you bring a salad? What? <laughs> I'm bringing a salad. Dude, you want to practice on me? <laughs> Dude, you practice on me <laughs> all the time. Make so, me a roast. So, so yeah, I'm bringing a salad. I could have brought a rib roast. You're the meat man. I'm the meat man. Man. So... Do you do salads? I, I do. I'll spend $30 on it, too. That's the worst part. I'll spend just as much instead as I did. Instead of lettuce, it's bacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a bacon salad. Instead of little cherry oh, tomatoes, it's in a little, salad? No. <laughs> little, cherry, little cherry sausages yeah. Yeah. in there. <laughs> exactly. See, that's my food update. But uh, I, I thought we were supposed to talk about good food, though. Like, I mean, I'm that... so disappointed for you that you don't get to do your craft. I'll that probably you do still so... make it. Yeah. I'm not taking it. I'll make it. I'll take it. Tell you what, though, every once in a while, a good salad really hits the spot. It makes you feel refreshed, and especially if you put a lot of ranch on. It. Yeah, French fries. This guy, maybe, onion, maybe a pizza, some and, hard-boiled eggs, and yeah. a roast, and put the roast right on top of it. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's a salad. Yeah. I had a moment last Friday where because you don't make friends with salad. You don't. You make do, that's with right. With Simpsons. Simpsons reference. Um, Find that YouTube video. No. <laughs> That's such a that's such also, a great episode. Also, you can you can all the references that we make on the show. We try to include everything in the show notes. So if you uh, wanted to see any uh, visual rep- representation of something we talk about, we usually post it there. So please check that out at lunchtimeinroom.com. So I'd been on the road in California, and we'd been eating all this crazy, you know, amazing different food. And by by like Friday, I was you know, starting to drag a bit and mm-hmm. just eating stuff. And, you know, it, it's so good to be on a road on the road because you just can order whatever. It's your excuse to eat it, awful. What, whatever. Right. And like, then you have this thing where if I don't eat all of this, like this giant hamburger, it's, a waste. It, it's not, it's not going to get eaten. It's a waste. So you eat it all. Right. And you're way over full and you feel like crap. And, um, you think of all the people you in think the world that don't have food, and it's yeah, just, you do. So you got to eat the whole In and Out burger. Well, oh man, so I'm gonna yeah, we'll highlight some of the things. But I, I got to this point on Friday where we went out to this um, pizza buffet. Oh, and pizza buffet, pizza buffet. Because you know you've been eating too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we went to the pizza buffet, and there was salad there, and I took like a couple pieces of lettuce and put a. Some you know ranch on it, sure, and, and some French fries. They just big like <laughs> steak fries. I was like, all right, I'm eating a salad. I feel better about things. Yeah, you know, I can justify everything now. So you had no pizza at the pizza buffet. I did a pizza. No, I had pizza too. Oh, Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> the salad had the right. That made it healthy. Yes. Yes. That's right. You right. it all the way through. A little yeah. roughage. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, um, I had some great food out in California and then I got, had some good stuff in Cleveland too. Did you go to Michael Simon's restaurant? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, he's but, an iron chef, bald headed oh. guy, smiles all the time. He's one of those people you're like, could I just hang out with you? Yeah. But, so you didn't, maybe you did. You Where, where's you that? Cleveland? Cleveland. Oh, okay. he's a big Cleveland yeah, guy. Now, no, um, but we did find this restaurant, this little deli on the corner, not deli, it was a cafe on the corner and we just kept going back because every time we went, like whether it was for breakfast or for lunch, uh, we were just so thrilled with what we got. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had shawarma wrap. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had um, uh, just two two different kinds of soup, Italian wedding soup and potato soup. 
um, a BLT sandwich. It was just like every oh, time we went. I love a good BLT. A BLT so in December, good. and it was good. It was so good. BLT's good. Where are they getting that tomato? Time. Where are they getting the tomato from? It was. It we was got science. So good. Yeah, we got science. <laughs> science. You know, science. Um, yeah, so I, it was really surprising. And it was downtown Cleveland, which, let me just say, I, I always had this picture of Cleveland, and it, it didn't meet that standard. It was it was better. It wasn't mm. the factory of sadness? It wasn't a factory. The downtown was nice because we spent, we had to spend a lot of time downtown because where I was was, like, right on the outskirts. And yeah. then to get to anything, I mean, you had to go downtown. Yeah. And it was not gridlocked. It was not jam-packed. Well, there's nobody there. Right. Well, it was, that was it. I was like looking around like, where is everybody? Right. Ooh. And it was great for me. Um, is that near the flats still up there? Is that what it's called? The flats? The big party area that was like booming and then there was nobody there? I, I don't know. We is were it called the flats? Just kind of in and out. We really I don't know. I mean, I saw the Jake or whatever it's called now, the, the baseball Yeah, field. right by there. It was right in there. Like, we're like right in town. And then the, the football, st- it was... I had a great experience, you know, that's coming awesome. from Pittsburgh. That's weird, but but when I went to California, I had In and Out. I got to have In and Out when I go to California. Yeah, In-N-Out it's a burger. It's a solid burger. Oh, it's it so is. good. Everything it's just is... a great burger. It's like yeah. it's like if McDonald's was better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not trying to do anything special. Yeah, nope, I mean, you can get fancy, fancy with the animal style or whatever. Like it's basically thousand dollars. But there's like but eight like, choices, and let's if you like, I I asked for ranch one time. They're like, we don't do ranch. We right. Have our animal sauce. Kiss. It. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Right. And their milkshakes are great, and their service is always great. Oh, it's, service it's is very, fast, you know, similar friendly. Similar to Chick Fil A and yeah. like the business structure, and yeah. So we, I had my in and out, and then I did taco truck where I got this. Oh, burrito. we was waiting on the taco uh, truck. Yeah, buddy. So good, and it was funny because in the office, um, we kind of like I kind of whispered to my boss like, "Hey, we're gonna go do taco truck," and I had my buddy, my buddy John was there. And we're like, we're going to go to Taco Truck. And like all these heads started popping up <laughs> <laughs> over cubicles. Somebody say Taco Truck? You're going to Taco Truck? <laughs> I, I, I seriously had six orders and I wrote them down on this post-it note. When I got to the Taco Truck, I, I just gave it to the girl. I was like, can you split these up? Because I have money from everybody. And she's reading through them. And at the bottom, she gets to turn left on this road because that, that's the directions. I'm like, that's not an order. <laughs> <laughs> the turn but left taco. She got everything right. Oh, and everything see? was wonderful. And my taco weight or my burrito weighed like three pounds. And again, I'm eating and I'm like, if I don't eat all of this, right. I'm going to regret it. But if I eat all of this, I'm going to regret gonna it. You're going to regret it. <laughs> but I, I didn't regret it as much eating all of it. Is there, maybe this is like a, an entire do better segment, but like, is there are you guys living in a world like like I am where you'll go somewhere and you just kind of like pray that your order is correct mm-hmm. as you're driving away from wherever you're going? Well, no, like because I, you got to check. Yeah, but see, there's oh, an element. Guy. Yeah, see, and I feel bad if I'm that guy. No, because I'll look up and I'm like, hey, look, I'm that guy. Sorry. <laughs> Just gonna check because I don't because I don't trust. Well, you. I have it's, people to answer to when I get home. I'm not getting back in line. It's funny you bring right. it up because the first day that I was there, the lunch when we when we did lunch, um, we went down to this uh, this hot dog place, and you know like gourmet hot dogs, get whatever you want on. Yeah. Them. So um, there were three orders. Um, got back to the office, which was about ten minutes away. And I didn't have my order. They yeah. forgot to put my order in. So yeah. my boss went back down and got the order, but it was, you know, kind of the same kind of a thing. Like, you know, yeah, you thing. hope that you get the stuff right. Like, please give yeah. me good service. There's a couple restaurants around here 
you know, big name restaurants, chains that I just won't go to because yeah. every time I've gone for the past, you know, five times or whatever, and they just reach something is like, off. I'm not going. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Right. Because it's not enjoyable and do better. Honestly, the food's not. That I great. left a review actually, like, and oh, I really my. don't eat a lot of fast food. Like Amy yeah. and I just don't do it. But uh, it was I was in a time crunch, so I stopped at Wendy's over here, and I waited. Speak. I was in a time crunch. I waited in line. I reiterate, I was in a time crunch. <laughs> For 25 minutes in the drive-thru to get a junior bacon cheeseburger and an order of chicken nuggets. And it was probably the best that you've ever had. When no, you got it. no. It was a cold. Oh, so good. It was, it was either, I can't remember, I can't remember if it was a cold burger or cold chicken nuggets. One was cold, the other was fine. But it took 25 minutes to get to the drive-thru. What's nerd, wrong? The nuggets, wrong with that? Oh, my gosh. The nuggets were on the bun, and the burger was just in the thing. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, well, and, you know, I left the review, and I was like, guys, I, I basically said, like. Do better. This I waited 25 minutes first. It was just too long. One of my items was cold. And then I did. I did say, I know you guys can do better. Like, come on. Mm. You and know? they responded with? What's that? And they responded with? Oh, they didn't respond. There you go. But, You're talking the one that's closest to your home here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that's to say exactly I, where it is, but to. it's the one no one goes that's to. The one no one goes to, and they remodeled because put money every into it. time it's Dude, that experience. And there's supposed to be a Taco Bell going, and speaking of tacos, that's going to well, kill that Wendy's. Oh, as long is... as those people <coughs> at the Taco Bell can like hire, provide great service, right. leadership. The bar is very low for them to be able to jump to over. succeed. Yes, yes, yeah. So, what was your favorite food on the trip? To California. Oh man, I, I I'm probably gonna say taco truck. I'm yes, probably gonna truck. say that burrito. I mean, we I had oh, some, man. I had some really great stuff. If I could do the if I could do the burrito with maybe the potato soup I had yesterday in Cleveland, mm. Um, mm. I would probably, you know, just little have no room. Southern New England so combo. Good. It's a yeah, fusion. <laughs> so yeah, we like right. to call it. Fusion. <laughs> Mix of Boston. Oh, the, the shawarma was good though too. Yeah. But did you I ever get food. to the point, like with that burrito, where you're full, you're mm-hmm. stuffed, but you're also sad because it's almost over? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And you're just like, it's like, gone. It's going to be gone. I shoved it down and I was so overly full. And five minutes later, I'm like, man, the taco truck's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could get some tacos this time. That won't fill me out. Right. So, Eight tacos. That, that's like nothing. Yeah. I mean, In and Out's always got a special place. Yeah. Just because I, it means I'm in the West. And but I it's love, a chain and like, West. you know, the yeah, taco truck's yeah. a little different, a little bit, you know, yeah. unique. And I mean, for yeah. our Christmas party, they, they, you know, they, we went to this fancy restaurant, right. I got a steak and the green beans were phenomenal. Isn't and that a hilarious thing to say? So good. Yeah. But well, that yeah, was not my favorite. Are. I didn't even talk about it up to this point. Right. Yeah. But they were great. But they were great. They were great. I feel so blessed. I love you know, good I, when fresh I look green back beans. and like, I'm eating all this amazing food. And, yeah. Getting you know, paid I'm, for it. I'm getting paid for it. And, and I do feel just incredibly blessed because there's so many people that will never experience ever a meal, one of those meals that yeah. I had. However, getting paid for it, but it didn't come without a cost. What was the cost? Well, you were away from your family. Well, right. yeah. And, and it's and, Christmas and, time. And the podcast last week. I can't I tell know. you guys how much I missed the podcast and, and being here last week. Well, that's great and terrible. It's great yeah. and terrible. Well, it's great that you missed it. Right. And it's sad that you missed it. And we yeah. were sad without you. Life right. life rolls on and you adapt. Other people have gone through worse. I get it. Yeah. But still, that's a bummer. Yeah. That is something we should touch on. Yes. You know, like there is like the super big bad thing that's happened in your life and also like, oh, I have a headache. Right. And it's just making this day a lot worse. Ooh, you know what I mean? 
Right. Hangnail. Hang right. Yep. Hangnail. On your toe. It gets caught on the sheet. Right. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, legit. Yeah. Oh. My so-and-so died, you know. Right. But, yeah, that whole that whole conversation, which is a good one. Um, I don't have much about food this week, but I've kind of gotten this routine where um, I wake up, I get a shower, then I wake Maggie up and uh, get her fed, and uh, then... I get her swaddled back up and everything and back into her little rock and play. <laughs> and um, I put her in the kitchen, put on the the fan above the stove and get some white noise going. And I'm cooking breakfast. And uh, she's just kind of there watching me make breakfast. And it's just like a nice, it's just a nice time in the morning. Well, well so daddy been, daughter time. What time of yeah. the morning is this too? Oh, it's early. Is it? Yeah. Um, so by... <laughs> Why that was so funny. <laughs> oh, it's early. I'll tell you, it's early. <laughs> it is early. <clears throat> I get up at 5. Oh. Uh, I'm feeding her by 5.30. Mm-hmm. And I'm cooking by 6. Mm-hmm. So, and then by 6.30, she's back down again to sleep. As mm-hmm. well she should be. Oh, man. That's she's living the dream. Um, but I'm working on, like, my egg recipe mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. playing around with different things well, this. this morning was a little uh chipotle barbecue oh, you fancy powder from uh oh, powder. what's it called uh the wing steak and shake they had that that rub mm-hmm. i was like eh, i like it on wings and eggs come from things with wings and you throw a little green pepper and onion in there i did that see right see. and there's a little, little nice seasoning in there so i'm getting there I'm getting there and uh, just breakfast. It's just a really nice time in the morning. And then Amy and I kind of eat together before she takes off. And it's just good. It's a nice time. Yeah, nice time. So more about the time than the food, but I am kind of working on my egg game. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So beyond food, what's going on? Man, it's heavy, heavy duty season at work. You know, retail life during the holidays oh, yeah, is I know. pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, that's why they pay you. Yeah, that's why they pay me. Yep, yep. For for me, it's been all about school stuff. You know, our our football team was in the state championship game. That's right. This past Friday and big red, and they won, and it was incredible. And then Sunday was our first home basketball game, and our basketball team won the WPIL or the district championship last year. So we had a sort of a banner unveiling and a celebration of the football and the basketball team and. And then we've this is concert season, so Tuesday night was Bella's uh, um, orchestra concert. Uh-huh. Tonight was her band concert. Next Monday is the the uh, chorus, but Monday or Tuesday at her first concert, she put on this jumper jumpsuit dress thing, and Rachel posted her picture online, just saying my little girl or whatever. And I look at this picture, and she made it all black and white, and my heart. I don't know. It leapt and sank at the same exact mm-hmm. time. Maybe it stretched. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It, did either of you see the picture? Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. Of she, Bella? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's like the it's like a a cover of a Italian cello yeah. album yeah. from nineteen whatever. Like she looks so mature. Yeah. So gorgeous. And so tonight, if I may, mm-hmm. I'm telling this person who works for the district because I don't want to out this person but they're a professional in the district and she's asking who my daughter is and so i'm pointing her out and i show her the picture yeah and she looks at the picture and she looks at me and she said excuse me but she's gorgeous yeah and then she looks at me again and she goes 
Good effing luck with that. <laughs> and I went, right? Right. You know, the old phrase is if you have a boy, you have to worry about one boy. Right. If you have to have if you have a girl, you have to worry about all, all the boys. boys. Mm-hmm. And I never said, everybody's like, oh, you see, they'll grow up fast. Yeah. I never said, no, they won't. No, they won't. Right. But my daughter's 13. Right. And she's so unbelievably mature and gorgeous in yeah. this picture. And With just life moment for me blew me away. The one thing that came to mind is like, you'll see a picture of like one of your great grandparents or grandparents from back in the day. It's black and white. And you're like, oh, man, how old are they there? Like, you know, 33. 19 you know (laughs) like it's just like what you know and like that's that picture like they're like she's gonna look back on that her grandkids are gonna say what are you you know 25 in this picture 13 13 years old (laughs) like just she just and i have low (laughs) self-esteem but yeah just looks looks gorgeous so that's all going on for me yeah that's all. School just, stuff, family stuff, life hitting you life in the face. Hitting you right in the face. Yeah, all we are we are going Christmas shopping this uh, this Saturday. We're basically oh, doing it all in two one Saturdays show, before man. Christmas. Right. Should be wide open. I know there's not not going to be anybody out, but we've had a couple things going on, so that it should be fun. But insane, we're in the twelve days of Christmas right now. Like, yes, we're twelve days away right now. But I'm actually looking forward to it. Like. You know, it's just going to be me and Amy going out. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's going to be watching Mags, and we're going to go get some breakfast, get our game plan, you know, going for the day, and then we're just going to go tackle it. You going to do the strip district, though, or? No, well, I think we're going to stay uh, as, as close as yeah. we can around here. Yeah, there's so many and things we're, around here. we're going to be ordering a lot online anyway and you yeah. taking advantage of you Amazon going Christmas Prime. shopping you get up you go into the living room <laughs> at the computer uh, the most wonderful time oh it's buffering I hate these lines oh man yeah so but you know I'm kind of excited about it I love Christmas mm-hmm. you know and and I've actually grown to love Christmas over the years I, I I used to not really like it and not that I didn't like it but like it just wasn't my thing, and more and more, I I just really enjoy Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. I think it might be, like, something like Amy and I have our little traditions on Christmas morning and yeah. that kind of thing and all that. And baby makes three. Right. So we yeah. got some new traditions Four, this year. With all due respect to Cody. Right. Your dog. Right. Right. Well, and that brings me to, we are probably going to be purchasing some new animals, <laughs> bringing <laughs> some new uh, heartbeats into the family here. Um, oh boy. Our, our cat of 16 years, Freddie, died back Freddy. in November 1st. And my, I mean, best animal I've ever owned. Definitely like One of dog. the only cats I've actually yeah, liked. Just an unbelievable. This is a cool cat. Unbelievable cat. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to be, um, we're going to be getting something here. It's probably a cat and a dog. Wow. Yeah, wow. probably at the same time. We're just going to. Throw it all. Well, you're pet, you're petless right now, yeah, right? Freddie was the only one. Freddie was the only one. All right. Um, want to get nuts? Let's get, get nuts. Let's, <laughs> just get two animals that are cats and dogs and throw them yeah. in the house with the Christmas tree. Mass hysteria. Yeah, with the Christmas tree. Make Christmas sure you presents. poke some holes in its back so it can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so besides all the traveling that I've been doing, and it's it's so it, – I love to travel, but it, it wears on you after a while. I mean – um, it had to be tough. We I, talked I about it. I flew out to California last Tuesday, did a whole West Coast thing. I didn't get back Saturday until almost 11 o'clock at night, you know, and you have the time changes and mm-hmm. all of the activity. I mean, it wasn't a vacation. We were out there working all day, 6 o'clock in the morning meetings all the way oh. until, 
You know, Eric's just making his breakfast at that point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and then you 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 go out with coworkers and have some fun, and it becomes a later night. Yeah. Do all that. Come home. Be on. Be here on Sunday. Be here on Monday. Turn around Tuesday morning. I was in the car driving to Cleveland. What time did you leave? Four in the morning. <laughs> It was still dark when I got there. Oh, it was still dark about an hour after I'd been there already. Because there is something about getting on the road like when it's dark and then like just that nice sunrise that moment that happen. you get. We had no sunrise. <laughs> but had man, no sunrise. like I love that. Like when we're going on, like if we're going yeah. on vacation, we leave early yep. and like oh, it just feels yep. good. Like you're like you're that. It just, nope. And even Sunrise after hits. I was in Cleveland, it was all misty and foggy and, like, just this kind of haze. It wasn't even fog, but it was just this kind of haze. So, like, you were like, am I awake? Am I, what is this? What's going on? And you're on? exhausted. Yeah. And it's still not even time where you'd be No. Up. Like, I didn't even, we didn't even start working. I'm like, all right, it's time for bed. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, these past, these past week, this past week and a half was, I'm really glad to be home. Yeah. You know, great week and a half. All kinds of great experiences and memories, but definitely glad to be home. Definitely glad to be back here doing this tonight. Um, and then we're going to go get some animals and throw them in the house and see what happens. Yeah. So, Glad you're back, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, boy. Two animals. Yep. At least. Two animals. Oh. <laughs> yes. Two animals. Maybe a ferret. You don't know. Those no. are really Do you not know those cool. are illegal? You can't have one as a pet in California. Uh, I didn't know I didn't that. Know that. Yes. I didn't know you could have them in I don't here. know why you would. In Pennsylvania. You but can't have them in California as a pet. Not allowed. I guess. They're considered a nuisance animal. Well, sure. So, just weird. I mean, California, you know. Right. I love you, California, but you, you're weird. <laughs> Not so much the, the, the part where Brian was. Not the right. Yes. Yeah, that's the rest of it. The rest of it. I mean, only about, what, 30 million people. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm in the Oakland airport, and as soon as I oh, get boy. off the plane, I, I get off the, at the Oakland airport, and um, I, I sit down to eat something because I hadn't eaten for the second half of my plane ride, and I, I, I was texting you guys. I was sitting next to these, like, legit revolutionaries like they were plotting ways to you know start trouble and you know and i'm sitting there like hey guys uh i'm, I'm right here and um <laughs> if the fbi is listening i'm not with <laughs> I'm you. Not part of you and then but I'm, I'm cool. walking through the airport and there's this guy doing like yoga like right in the middle of the thing and the concourse like, like full-on yoga like he's got his mat out and he's like Halfway bent over, and I'm just like, well, this is... Because the airport is where you want to be to be relaxed and this doing is, yoga. This is the Bay Area. Well, I mean, he's probably getting on a long flight, wants to stretch himself out or whatever, and I, I get that, but it's just like, to me, I, like, within the first half hour, I'm You're like, like, this yep. is San Francisco and Oakland and everything that it's supposed to be. So, um, it, you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was a trip. So, anyways. And you're back. And I'm back. Glad to be here. And you're back. And not too many hurts while you were gone. I don't think so. Good, because we talked last week about hurts. We did. We talked about how, you know, two weeks ago we talked about what is a hurt. And it's Mm. an emotional need that's not met or, in fact, taken from you. And last week we looked into where hurts go. And I don't know that people think about that. Right. And it's very involuntary. And we talked about how, you know, you get hurt and it works on a micro, meaning it happened just once, or a macro, a reoccurring hurt. And the first place it goes is anger. And from anger, it goes to fear. From fear, it goes to guilt. From guilt, it goes to either self-condemnation or shame. And as you talk about this, I just always hear Yoda. Anger leads to hate. (laughs) (laughs) It leads to the dark side. (laughs) All right, Star Wars nerds. I may not have quoted that exactly right, but I I love Star Wars. We got got it. Yeah. We got the reference. All right. So California is weird. 
Star Wars people are nerds. <laughs> Wendy's, I, love, I love it all, but I love it all. I have so on much Road Eye is terrible. <laughs> yep. Boy, we're positive. Woo. Gosh. We're hurting a lot of people. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> this is a great pod. Now that you've been hurt, I let's love, talk about... That's <laughs> enough about us. Let's talk about what's wrong with you. <laughs> that's right. Got a lot of problems with you people. Yeah, so yeah, hurt. Yeah, but not to interrupt you. And where does it go? And so, if... We're supposed to have room in our life for positive emotions, joy, and things like that. But we have so many hurts, and as the hurts build up, so does. And, and we don't have equal amounts of each of those negative reactions. Mm -hmm. We find ourselves residing in one or the other, or one of them, more than the others, or a combination. But then what happens is what, what comes out of all of that are the negative behaviors in our life. Right. And the things that we don't like about ourselves, whether they be specific behaviors or addictions or just general patterns of behavior or thoughts, whether it be anxiety, depression, rage, escaping into work, escaping into athletics, escaping into drugs, escaping into self, depression, all those kind of things. And that leads us to where we are today, which is, well, what do you do about that? Right. What do you do? And, you know, the, the thing is, they can be broken down into categories because what the number one thing people do about it, I think, um, and I, if everybody's listening, I hope they take notes on this, um, is nothing. <laughs> I think that's the way people address this issue in their yeah. life because they don't know that, oh, wait, I have unresolved hurts in my life. Mm -hmm. So number one is they do nothing. Mm -hmm. But then things come out of that. You know, and I think you guys have talked about the, where that happens in individuals and what the different things that happen. Mm -hmm. What do you think some of those things are? Well, like that is what we like to call a smooth transition. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I was not ready to answer that question because I, I was. I was referencing it on my phone. Um, but you, you're talking about like turning like the pain or the hurt into yeah, like if whatever somebody, comes somebody's out. Somebody's full of hurt. Somebody's full of hurt. Yeah. And if and if they don't resolve it, right? What are the, what happens? Yeah. What, are the, what does it look like in their relationships? Right. It depends. They're messy. Certainly Usually. messy. Right. <laughs> But like spotless, like, clean, <laughs> fine, healthy relationships, <laughs> right? Um, but I think you know, looking at the 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 chart, you know, we have different different cycles and whatnot that that where it can go. So one thing that comes to mind is like food. I'm an anxious eater, mm -hmm. so if I'm anxious about something, like somebody said something to me that made me anxious or whatever. Pizza. Pizza, Bowl man. Pizza. Let's do it. Let's grub. <laughs> yep. um, so that's definitely like one of my, where mine goes. Mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't sure if that's what you were going for. Yeah, or... I mean, the first thing is people can go inward. You okay. know, and so it's, I'm just going to eat. I'm going to take care of myself, mm -hmm. you know. Um, or, you know, you, that it could also be looking out at medicating the pain. Mm -hmm. You know, you medicate with food. Right. Some people medicate with, with alcohol or with drugs, and they just try to numb mm -hmm. the pain. They're not dealing with the pain. Right. They numb the pain. Um, you know, I said inward, and it, it becomes all about you, and you become very anxious. You become depressed. You become sleepless. You know, and, and, and a lot of other illnesses come from that. But I think a lot of people also project mm -hmm. that it, it's everybody else's fault. Oh, Sure. You know, you look at people that have got rage issues yeah. mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and it's all those things. And it manifests itself in different ways. Yeah. And, and it could be a combination of all of that. Or a little bit of each one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
yep. which I guess would be a combination, combination of all of that. those. Let me, let me rephrase that for you, Brian. <laughs> but maybe they finally get to the point and they say, you know what, I need help. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go get some counseling. Right. And what breaks my heart and what led me to learn about emotional needs and everything else is kids would come to me and say, Jay, do you know anybody that I can go to that's a good counselor? And I would be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> or, and I do know a couple now, but they would come to me and say, I was in counseling, man, and it just effed me up. And mm-hmm. they did this and they did that. And so that's why we went down to Texas and, w- and we went to the Center for Relational Care and we learned all about this. And one of the things they taught us, um, you know, are the different ways people do this. And, and so if you go to a counselor, you might go to somebody who has, it's called a cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. Mm-hmm. Most people go to that. And it's very helpful in a lot of ways. And, in, in a, and, and as we go through this, know that I am no scholar. I am no uh, sociologist. I'm no psychologist. And I'm, if you are, you're going to listen to me and go, oh, that guy's full of crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just trying to talk to you like, you know, we're sitting here at lunch. Mm-hmm. And so you look at a cognitive behavioral therapist and it sort of deals with your brain, cognitive. Mm-hmm. Let's think about these things differently. You know, so you had a terrible childhood. Okay, that's, that's, that's terrible. Um, but it, it forced you to be more mature than you should have been. And therefore, you learned how to deal with problems at a very early age. And so you became more equipped. And so in a way, that trauma you experienced as a child has turned you into this cognitive thinker that you are today and has really helped you. And so let's look at it that way. Hmm. Now, that, that's productive. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. Right. But number one, it's self-centered. Mm-hmm. And does it address those original hurts? Right. If those hurts are at the bottom of our emotional cup, right. have we gotten rid of those hurts? <laughs> right. No, we haven't. Right. And that's the predominant thing. Now, that I'm not saying CBT isn't good for other issues. Sure. But it's not getting rid of the hurt in your life. Right. Other people, you know, will go to, it's called family therapy. You know, you've got that family member. And they cause chaos in the family. And whether it's the, you know, stereotypical mother-in-law that's just, oh, so doting and and demanding or the abusive father or the absent this or the destructive brother that dominates everybody's family. And so you go to family therapy and they give you ideas and models and ways to look at, okay, how can we manage these family situations to minimize the chaos, to help protect you? and to move forward in a less destructive manner. Well, the problem with that, for what we're talking about is, does it address the original hurts in your life? Right. Or really, outside of the family, any hurts in your life. Right. And the way I look at it is kind of like when you're pulling weeds, you have to get the root. You know? Got to. You got to get the root. Otherwise, it's just going to keep on coming back and coming Unless back. Unless you spray it. it. Is an exercise. <laughs> Unless you spray yeah, it. But it's an exercise of insanity. You know, you're constantly yeah. doing the same thing thinking you're going to have that different result and that's just going to grow back. Right. It, and you're just going to, right. You're just going to trim it and it's just going to keep on It'll coming pretty back for a little bit and then it's back. Right. Things will be okay. Right. And then they're not. Yeah, totally. So, and that's, it's again, it has its place, but it doesn't deal with the hurts from the past. And then you get into psychotherapy, you know, and that's more the Freudian, Hey, let's put you under, and let's take you back to when you were that age and it's very sexual related and that kind of trauma related and whatnot. But again, does it get rid of the hurt? Mm-hmm. Because the event still happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whether you feel about hypnosis and all that kind of stuff, and I mean, obviously I think my bias is not very well veiled. I don't know that that, that doesn't get rid of the hurt at all either. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there's, I mean, I've got lists of all the different therapies and whatnot that people go through, but none of them get rid of the hurt. Right. And so therefore, at best, you're learning how to deal with the symptoms, maybe. Right. And so what we've been taught and what I found to be so unbelievably true and functional, um, you know, is called uh, relational therapy. Um, some call it attachment because you're attaching comfort to grief. Mm-hmm. Relational focus therapy where you are with a trusted loved one who loves and cares you cares for you and they are able to go through the painful moments the hurts of your life both now but even more importantly all the way back as far as you can remember and they do what we talk about which is romans 12 15 rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn Mm -hmm. Um, and what that does is it attaches comfort to the grief Mm -hmm. when we were learning how to do this Rachel and I were in this session, and the guy told Rachel, he said, he said, well, he told me, he said, Jay, share a painful memory from your past. And so I shared the story of the day I found out that my dad was having a midlife crisis and was leaving our family. And he said, okay, now Rachel, comfort him. Now, you guys know Rachel. Right. Not her strong suit. Right. This is before she even knew what comfort was. Right. So I laughed when he said that. Not a good husband move. But she wasn't offended because she's like, yeah, you're laughing. I don't know. And she said, okay, I'm sorry that happened to you. And the guy goes, well, that's an observation. That's not comfort. And she goes, then I don't know what to say. He said, why don't you just ask Jesus how he felt for Jay? And as he said that, I started to tear up. But I'm still looking at Rachel in my right eye. And she pauses and she says, I'm so sorry that you felt so alone. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine how scared you were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I start to sob. Yeah. Yeah. To which she says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And I said, no. I said that. And I mean, I haven't cried about that in forever at this point in time. Yeah. And I said, no, it feels good. And he, I could now knowing what he knows, you know, he was like, right. Why? And Rachel goes, yeah, why? <laughs> and I said, it, I said, it felt like you were there with me. Because mm, right. I'd never thought about, holy cow, mm-hmm. I was so alone. Because I remember hugging my mother as a little 12-year-old boy and her just sitting there, stone cold. Uh, Didn't hug me back, yeah. just sat there. Yeah. And how alone, red and white tank top she was wearing, and I'm just hugging her, and there was nothing. And I remember, like, what's going to happen to me? I, I really thought, like, I'm the after-school special kid now. Mm. And I said, and he said to Rachel, he said to me, why does that, you know, I said, it felt like she was there with me. He goes, Rachel, why did, why did you say what you said? And she said, you told me to ask Jesus how he felt. <laughs> and that's what I think he said. And he said, Jay, we both know that Rachel wasn't there, but maybe Jesus was. Yeah. Now, I can't tell you the story of when my dad left our family without remembering Rachel crying with me in a library of a church just in Round Rock, Texas. Right. So now what has happened is comfort, her tears Mm -hmm. that she shed with me have been attached to one of the worst moments of my life. Yeah. And they've even done brain scans on people and said, share a painful memory. So they do and they scan the brain. And then they go to cognitive behavioral therapy. And they say, okay, share that painful memory again. And they scan the brain, and it's the same. And they do it for all the different types of therapy. 
Well, then they have a trusted loved one who knows how to comfort, share, and cry with them. And then they scan the brain, and it's completely different. Hmm. There's different pathways. And that's why I say I'm sort of a layman. I could tell you what was different. Right. Well, I can't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the way it was told to me was it is. Yeah. And so on the one hand, it makes good logical sense. It does. And then scientifically, it's been backed up. Mm -hmm. But then to a degree, most importantly, you look into the Bible and you look at Jesus with Mary and Martha. Their brother Lazarus has died. Mm -hmm. And Jesus knows he's going to heal him. But Mary comes to Jesus and says, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And it says, Jesus looked at her. Martha says that. Or Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Martha, Mary, one of them. Martha. Martha. That's what I said, Martha. Mm -hmm. After you said, I said Mary. <laughs> so Mary or Martha, purportedly Martha, <laughs> says, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother <laughs> wouldn't have died. And when Jesus saw the tears in her eyes, Jesus wept. Mm. And what really saddens me is that most, mm, many theologians and all the ones, all the pastors I've talked to have said, well, he wept at their lack of faith. He mm. wasn't sad with that. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's a bunch me? of crap. Because Jesus had no problem right. pointing out somebody's lack of faith. Right. And he I mean, was so close to this family. They spent time, you know, when they were all alive together, you know, they, they were, they were very, it was very close. So that's, yeah, that's a real thin... Right. And, and I, I'd be remiss, as long as we're talking about bad teaching, I think, in the faith, is another form of therapy that's out there. I mentioned the other ones that are all very um, secular. But very often people go to Christian counseling. Mm -hmm. And I've met with a guy who offered to, to do some counseling with and for me. And he said, you know, I do blah, blah, blah kind of counseling. He goes, I get out the Bible. And when you tell me what's going on in your life, I show you in the Bible where you're sinning and that you need to repent of that sin. And that's how we fix people. That's great. That's... I did not participate with him. That's awful. Oh, man. But that's what a lot of Christian counseling can be because it's not focused on comfort. It's not right. focused on what Jesus modeled and how he modeled what Romans twelve fifteen would later be written to say. And that's true comfort, joining somebody in their emotions. And I apologize because I just looked it up in my little Bible and it does say Mary. Hey, how about that? <laughs> my bad. But see, I never know which one's the busybody and which one's the one that's just chilling. Martha's the busybody. Mary's the one that is, you know, more there to serve. And uh, but not to derail from that story. But that's great. That story. And, I, and that's awesome. So that's where it should go, and that's what we yeah. should do. But so often people don't. Do. Oh, nobody every, does. Every day, not nobody. Who teaches? Here's a hurt. Attach a, a, a true healing comfort to that. I mean, you don't hear much about that. It's, it's, I never especially did. in this country, in this age we live in, this rugged individualism, just shove it down, move on, just, you know, don't cry, don't let them see you cry, you know, it, it's such a, it's such a lie to, to have that approach. Mm -hmm. And yet, that's the world we live in, that's the air we breathe. It's, it's either, the secular side is, it's all about you. Mm -hmm. You go to the Christian side, and it's, all about you're you. a sinner and you're terrible. Yeah. Right. It's all about God and you suck. Right. Um, I listened to another podcast. I, it's okay. And it's called <laughs> The Place We Find Ourselves. And it's if you guys are listening to us and you like what we have to say, I would encourage you to listen to this guy because he's opposite of us as far as he's by himself. Yeah. There's no laughter. <laughs> it's the science end of all of this. Yeah. But he's also a Christian and he said, look, you're created in the image of a triune God. Mm-hmm. 
He said, for you to think that you're going to be an island and not be able to be healed, to be able to be healed by yourself, mm. he said, is futile. Mm. He said, when you come from a triune God, and I was like, I never thought of it that way. Hmm. There's a relationship between God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Except you, no, no, no. You're just going to yeah. be an island. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it's it's in our DNA to need people to to. I mean, you know, the the basic needs are what food, shelter, and love, or food, whatever. You know, we need to be fed, but we need to be loved. Like it's a fundamental thing, and you can't do that by yourself. You can't love yourself enough to heal yourself. It's interesting. Can't love yourself enough to heal. And that's what the world says. What ain't gonna work? Love whether you yourself. can or you can't, isn't it? Right. You know, love yourself. Right. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. You, are. you know, and and you have to obviously go the distance to do that. But at the same time, that true healing. We were made for community. We were made. God wouldn't have put us in a family if if we weren't meant to you know to share those experiences, and He wouldn't surround us with. We we wouldn't have that innate desire to go. And be with people. And you know, there are some very antisocial people. That's Sometimes you only but, need a little bit of other people. But but <laughs> in a lot of ways, a lot of times that antisocial comes from, I've been hurt so many times, yep. I just, I'm going to protect myself Bing. by not being around anybody. Yes. Yeah. And, and then in and of that, it's like the dragon eating its own tail, the Ouroboros. You know, it's, it's just you keep, you keep hurting yourself because you're not around the people or the environment that you need to be healed in, you know. So it's, it's crazy. Well, and like if you're... It, if you're going to stop whatever behavior, like going on the Christian side, if you're going to stop the behavior, you need to heal the hurt. Well, again, the behavior is what comes out of the top of your right. emotional cup. Right. So, you sit, so you just feel like a worse and worse Christian. Right. Which guesses what? A hurt. Yep. And it keeps Guilt. Cycling. Guilt. Self-condemnation. Yeah. Right. And this goes all the way back to, all the way back to the very beginning of the Bible. And whether you believe in a seven-day creation, whether it's literal or figurative or whatever, I don't really care that much. Because you look at Adam, and like you said, what needs do we have? He had the greatest place in the world to live. Everything. All the food he could ever ask for. He's and living yet. in the Garden of Eden. He's got a great job. He's naming the animals. You know, it, it doesn't get any... <laughs> and he's I got mean, a hot wife. Oh, no, he doesn't, because that's the thing that was missing. But he has an unbroken relationship right. with the God of all creation. How many Christians say, I have my Jesus. It's all I need. Right. Really, you're better than an unbroken Adam? I mean, yeah. that's not me giving good comfort. Yeah. Uh, they're not asking for it either. But it is, it's fascinating. <laughs> and what's, it's what amazing. is God's solution? What does God do? Does God say, oh, I should spend more time with Adam? Yeah. He's lonely. Right. What does he do? He tells Adam to do better, right? <laughs> he says, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> no, he gives, them, he gives them a mate. He gives them somebody else in that likeness, in that image, to share those experiences with. He creates a relationship. Yep. Absolutely right. And what's funny is... When God makes everything, he says it's good. Mm -hmm. The earth, good. Air, good. The air between the air and the good and the good and the good. And everything's good. And <laughs> right. Adam wasn't good because he was alone. Right. And if you read it, it says he made Eve and then it was very good. Yeah. And that is what, when I do pre-marriage counseling, I teach the people that I'm with. I said, look, if you ask a hundred couples, how's your marriage? You know, they answer, oh, it's okay. Good. Doing all right. Sorry. Oh, better than most. You know, and that's even Christian marriages that mm -hmm. are supposed to be so good and everything else. I said, your goal isn't good. It's very good. Yeah. And it only happens if we keep each other from feeling alone. We work on the hurts by attaching comfort. But you can't do that by yourself. Yeah. Right. What a revolutionary idea to attach comfort. To first of all, know that all of the stuff that you're dealing with comes from hurt. 
to recognize that that's it. Right. You know, that's a big step. It's not somebody else's fault. It's 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 coming from it's coming from those past hurts, and and then to attach comfort to that. That's I mean, why aren't more people talking about that? I don't know. And that's I don't why know. We're talking about that's it. That's why we're talking about it. Just because it is it is mind blowing. It's not rocket science, right? But yet it. I mean, when I was in Texas, I told you when I was in Texas, we were like, nobody well, knows this. It's such or I hate core, everybody for not telling me. It's such uh-huh. core it fundamental out stuff. Like you're, you're getting to the absolute core of what's going on. And there are people that just don't want to get there as much as they think they want to get there. When you start to get there, you know, the, the all of the hurts and the defenses that you've grown up with and that you've built around your life, that's all you know. And so... For some people, that's a really, really, really intimidating and frightening thing to oh, say. Sure. Oh, we're getting deep. It's a little. That's a little too raw. I can't go there. And then so, and on. that's okay too. You know that that you don't you don't have to go quote unquote capital T H E R E there. There. You know you, you only can comfort someone as much as they are emotionally available to you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, when I always give the story. And we'll, we'll certainly talk more in future podcasts about how to comfort and what does comfort really look like and how comfort isn't encouragement. Hey, you're going to get through it. It's okay. Yeah. Like, that's not comfort. That's no. encouragement. That's right. a different emotional need. Right. But my, my brother-in-law, Rich, um, he can be very good at comfort. He will cry with you in a moment's notice. But when Trey was sick with cancer, <coughs> Rich would say to me, Jay, how you doing? You know, you Okay. And I'd say, you know what, Rich, we really are, man. We're just, we understand what's going on, and we're just getting through it, you know? And he'd be like, but how can you be? I mean, your son's terminal with cancer. And, like, he would just start crying right there. And I'm like, it's all right, Rich. And now you, now you got to comfort Rich. You know? like, so you can only go so far. You don't want to go past where somebody is. You don't want someone sobbing in front of you, and you go, oh, that makes me sad. Do you have a ham sandwich? That's not good comfort either, but... I, I hope and pray that people just can hear this and begin to just get the understanding of what it looks like to comfort. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope that all people, especially people that tell us to suck it up, I hope that they would do, do better. better. They need to do better. do better. You know who else needs to do better? Who's that? Why don't you tell me? Oh, I'll tell you. So yes, you Amy will. and her dad, they usually go out every year to do shopping for her mom and they like to do it together. And um, they were out at the mall. And as you can imagine, this is probably how we're going to feel on Saturday at the <laughs> towards the end of our excursion. Um, <laughs> but there, there's this woman that's walking in front of them. They're walking behind. And uh, <laughs> this woman just takes off her coat and grabs it by the end of the sleeve and just lets it hang and drag behind her. And, like... <laughs> Just done. Look, just done. <laughs> and I have a picture. I'll put it up on the show notes so you guys can see it. It's pretty hilarious. But it's like, how far gone are you? Do better. Just tie it around your waist or something. Like, do better. She's just giving up. Oh, She's got nothing left. Man. Oh. Woof. Because it's not just, you know, not, not to get super deep, but it's probably not just, hey, I've been on my feet for a couple hours. It's probably, I hate Christmas. I hate my family. <laughs> right. Yeah. All of those things going through. All those head. hurts are bubbling up. Yes. And, and they're, it's manifested in, I'm dra- going to drag my I'm coat. I'm going to drag my, I'm done dragging my coat. <laughs> I'm not going to do better. But lady, you need to do better. Yeah. She needs to do better. Wendy's on Road I Road needs to do better. Wendy's, Wendy's do better. We already talked about Wendy's them. Do <laughs> there was um, a, uh, 
there was a tweet this morning. I don't, you know, it was a friend of a friend or whatever. She wrote, being in GATE, and that's an acronym program, gifted and talented education mm. in elementary school really had me thinking I was going to be an academic prodigy. I can't believe they played me like that. <laughs> Which leads me to <laughs> this world of everybody's special. Everybody's uh, so smart. I had Bella's uh, big night for Bella, by the way, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah right. But I had her what's Good called job, a GIEP Bella. meeting, and that's Gifted Individual Educational Experience or something. Okay. I paid attention. All right. Um, and you have to go and you have this annual meeting. And I asked the lady, I said, you know, I said, Bella's gifted. We're in this meeting here. Bella's got straight A's. I said, if I ask Bella what's nine times seven, mm-hmm. I said, she might cry. <laughs> I said, she will cramp up. As if I've asked her to fix world hunger. Right. And I noticed it about eight, nine years ago where girls in the gifted program were on my volleyball team. And we'd do an individual drill. And I would say, okay, who had the high score? Okay, 36. Okay, subtract your number from 36 and multiply it by two and you owe that many (coughs) push-ups. Excuse me. And these girls would bend down and draw on the gym floor. 36 minus 17. Draw the line times two. And I'm like, do it in your head. All right. And they're like, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, why? I just can't. And I asked the lady about it. She goes, well, it does go back to Common Core and this and that, but they don't focus on memorization. And so all I have to say to our education system, and apparently we are, I do better. Right. Okay. Maybe you're not going to be special. It's okay. Right. Be special in something else. Yeah. Don't tell them they're gifted because there's a day coming, like my girl. Charisma 17 Davis, who now is looking in the mirror going, I am not gate. <laughs> and I applaud her. And I actually re- I, I retweeted it. And I wrote, what so many people raised in the last 30 years need to realize, dot, 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 he said like an old man. <laughs> Kids today thinking they're special. They need to do better. They need to do better. They need to do better. Absolutely. Do we have any feedback from people listening? Um, so I know that Lauren Boothby wants to give me a hug from listening to one of our episodes. That's one of the comments that she made. She also said uh, she tolerates me. So really? <laughs> tolerates you. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's better than being intolerant, I suppose. But no, uh, great feedback. we got four listeners in Finland. <laughs> Hello! International! Finland. Finland, what's up? Um, so that's awesome. And uh, none in Rome yet, so let's work on that. Come uh, on, Rome. Come on, Rome. We're <laughs> pushing you. Come on, uh, Bucci, whenever he's in Rome. <laughs> right? Our boy Bucci, I think he's there now. Bass player oh. in Rome. I should hit him Great up. Guy. I should text him just Can to you... like have him listen to it just so we get the stats. Somebody That's all we're looking it. for, stats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get that screenshot. Um, no, but a lot of great feedback we've heard from 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 many of uh, our friends and, and family that have listened to the show that you guys like it. And uh it's it's uh, getting some traction, which is great and really encouraging. And uh, again, lunchtimeinrome.com, basically all the resources that we speak to on the show will be in the show notes. We have all of our social media there that you guys can find. You can subscribe yeah. via email please and all ch- that. Please chime in. Please please give us feedback. Please give us your thoughts. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Um, it, it's really important for us. We really want to develop this you know, feeling that... There's there's a larger conversation. I mean, it's 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 us, and we're having fun. But we we really want to welcome you into the room, and you know. And if you want to share bad comfort, 
times you went yeah. to somebody, oh yeah, you know, and said, oh blah blah blah, I'm and so they were like, up. well, you know, you suck, yeah, right. or whatever, because yeah. you can even do it on social media, and we can talk about it another whole time, yeah. But there's times where people will, I put stuff on when Trey was live, yeah, and they're like, tears are running down my face as I read the story, and I'm like, thank you, yeah. right. So we'll try, man. Give us your hurts, yeah. We really do care. That would be great. I, I would, I would absolutely love to. I'd be on to help, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And give us examples of bad comfort to them so we can call them out and do better. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Feed us do better. Yeah. And we will lift up if you've gotten good comfort. Absolutely. And if you think it's good comfort, and I deem it not to be, I'll oh, tell you man. why it isn't. Dude, you're an expert at that. And, well, man, well, there's just, there's, you know, you'll kind of look at it well, and you'll see good. it from a completely different angle. And I'm like, man, that... Yeah, we are really missing the mark as you know, all of humanity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, as it is, right, right. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Always thank you. And um, patreon.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. If you feel like contributing, if you feel like um, this was worth your time, yeah, I feel like this is worth your time. We're doing the value for value model. If you feel like we're a five dollar cup of coffee, or or you could buy us lunch. Or you could buy us lunch, and we'll talk right? about it. We'll talk about and it <laughs> by name. So you know, no obligations, obviously, but it would be great if if um, if you felt that to, to go to Patreon. But it's actually right on our website, right? Um, it will be this week. Okay, lunchtime yeah. in Rome. Oh, that's exciting. Yep, we're going to have that available. Well, so, um, yeah, so feedback, um, contribute if you want to, and um, we're, we're going to continue to do this. And share. Share it with somebody else. Share. Yeah, Say, hey, so listen, find you person, need this. Find yes. the person in your life that, that you... That hurts um, you the not most. you sure how to approach right. them or, you know, you just know they're in hurt. Go ahead and please share this with them. Let us do the dirty work. Yeah. It does break our heart for the number of people that don't know this. Yeah, right. Absolutely. That's why we do it. Yep. And on that note, we will see you guys next week. Bye.